0: Today is December 4, 2005. This is Evan's Journal coming to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii. I'm entitling this journal for today, Pay It Forward. I don't know if you folks had seen that movie or not where the little boy does this project and then the project is about doing good things for others for no particular reason and then not asking for anything in return. And then in return, basically, you do something good for someone else, and then it continues and continues and continues, and it becomes this, almost like an uh, epidemic, but of good things. So, you know, I always wondered if that would work, because it seemed like a really good movie, and I thought about that in terms of my life in general, and I'm really starting to see some absolute positive and tangible benefits coming from that type of philosophy. Uh, it's something that I've been trying to, I guess, more or less develop as we're doing this project, this Greater Good Radio project, because if we can document it, improve it, and actually uh, be able to show other people that it actually works, then maybe people will do it a lot more. You know, I know I will. And and not even so much for the benefit of getting stuff back, but it just seems to be the right thing to do. Um one one small example was today we went out looking for a Christmas tree and we went to Home Depot. Home Depot had really, really cheap Christmas trees. Noble firs, they were seven feet. It was forty nine dollars. I believe, you know, almost half the price of some of the other places and way less than they used to be. So we went down there, we went with the kids, and then as you get down to the um sections of of the parking lot where they have the Christmas trees and it's broken up into kind of these you know, the different sections where they have the different types of trees, there was all these people waiting around this one area as they were unloading trees. And, you know, we started talking to those people and trying to find out, well, why is everybody standing here? Is there some kind of special deal going on or what? But more or less, it was just because the trees were were much better and I guess they had run out initially. So there's kind of a lot of people waiting. Well, prior to going down there, Carrie had a really good idea of bringing a scissors because when the trees come out of the container and end up there on the side they're all wrapped up in string and you have to get the string off somehow and they're all tied in knots and and it's really hard to get it off unless you have something to cut it so we brought a scissors and the reason she thought of the scissors is because the last time that we went down there somebody had lent us a scissors so she remembered that and that was a really good idea so you got to imagine there's probably an area of about I'd say 10 feet by 10 feet, or maybe 8 feet by 8 feet area, and there's probably about 30 people in that area grabbing trees, along with the trees in that area, you know, maybe 50 trees or or so. So everybody is like really, you know, brushing up against each other and kind of getting irritated, and, and you know, it's not necessarily the Christmas spirit, but I was cutting my My uh, rope and so on. And I saw this other guy standing next to me. He had three trees. I guess he wanted to see which one he liked the best. And he was trying to figure out how to get the rope off. So I said, hey, why don't you use my scissors? So he said, oh, thanks. And he used the scissors. He gave it back. I was trying to look at my tree. And I tell you, there was a Samoan guy that was unloading the trees. And he made the trees look like they were three pounds. Uh, I mean, he almost could grab it with one hand and move them. It was like nothing to him. But when I grabbed the tree, it was I mean, heavy. I couldn't... The thing was heavy. And you know, I'm not the strongest guy, but I I saw people struggling with those trees. So I unveiled the tree and I showed Carrie and she said, Dude, that thing has all those holes in it. There's like spots in it. I'm like, no, this tree looks good. And, you know, she was right. There was a a bunch of bare areas and so on. But, man, I did not want to go back in there and fight the crowd, grab another tree, open up the thing... I was like, oh my gosh, this is killing me. She's like, no, we're not getting that tree. I'm like, yes, who cares? And more or less, I was being lazy. But the guy I had lent the scissors to said, hey, why don't you guys take this tree? Because we had three, and we liked this one, and this one looks really good. And he gave us the tree that um, that he, I guess he didn't want, which was a 100 times better than the tree we had. had no bare spots. It was really, really nice tree. So... I guess the pay it forward part was by, you know, just letting him use the scissors for no apparent reason. He gives us back the Christmas tree. We get a really good Christmas tree. Everybody's happy because nobody did anything selfishly and everything seems to work out. Now, I can talk about this in terms of business because this is becoming very, very apparent for me as we're doing this Greater Good Radio project. And I'll tell you why. We just uh, finalized the agreement with Star Bulletin to have a quarter page um, section within Saturday's Star Bulletin business section. It's three columns by 10 inches, I believe. And we've been negotiating on that for a while. Um, it's kind of a different different way of going about it than, than I think uh, is probably normal. But let me tell you how this thing came about because this is really, really valuable to us. I believe it's very valuable to them. But I don't think it would have come about if I didn't try to help somebody out just for the sake of helping them out. When Dwayne Caruso and I were coming back from the initial meeting with Clint Arnoldis at Central Pacific Bank, and uh, he had just agreed to sponsor our show, I was super excited, and we were talking about events, doing different events, and Dwayne mentioned to me that he had an event planning company, and I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, how... Man, how many companies do you have? It's it's just I was so surprised. So, anyways, we were talking about it, and I said, "Well," he said he would have he had a um, conference coming down, an expo that they were bringing down in probably I think about thirty days or sixty days. It was a really tight deadline, and I had a lot of ideas for him. I said, "You should do these. You can do this. You can do this and do that." He said, "Wow, that's that's good ideas. Why don't you go and meet?" with the uh, guy who's running it. His name is Rob Farrell and, you know, talk to him and see if you can help him out. So I said, okay, yeah, no problem. I said, you know what? I I just help out because you help me out, I help you out. I I think, um, you know, that's how the world goes around. So eventually got in touch with Rob Farrell and Susan Eichor who runs the AIO group and we we got a chance to meet. We're throwing ideas around. Everybody got along. Everyone had a very similar um, philosophy in terms of business and, and um, just just in general and I really got along with Rob I told Rob I said you know what let me know if you have um, commercials that you want to run he said well I don't know if we really have any commercials I said well let me know what the copy points are we'll produce a commercial for you I'll run it in my show Compt and you know we'll just try and help you out and he said Okay, you know, that, that sounds good. I appreciate the help. So I figured, why not? Why not try to help? I it, We were just starting our show. I had excess inventory in terms of um, commercial spots. So why not help out, right? So I got the copy points, put it down, got the commercial put together. We recorded the commercial. We aired it. Uh, we were trying to help out. And, you know, I didn't expect anything back. Rob called me back. He said, you know, I really appreciate you helping us out. Um, I'd like to invite you to the the uh, conference that's coming down and then also to the dinner that we have for the primary sponsors. And I said, wow, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I'd love to come. So uh, we ended up going to that. And two things came out of this. One, Don Soderquist was the primary speaker, the headliner, I guess you would call it, for this expo. Don Soderquist is the former chief operating officer and senior vice chairman of Walmart. He joined Walmart with Sam Walton back when Walmart was doing $1 billion to the point where it did $200 billion. So he was basically number two, the number two man. And when Sam Walton passed away, the company was basically split in half, and the CEO, which was another gentleman, took half the company, and Don Soderquist took the other half. I'm talking big-timers, right? So Rob was talking to Don Soderquist about you know, the conference, and he had mentioned our show just, I guess, I don't know, it just came up. And Don Soderquist asked if he could come on the show, and that's how we got him on the show, and I'm sure you'll hear that show coming up real soon it's coming up toward the end of december i believe so one we got a guest that is just unbelievable right and that guest came on because of this relationship and then the second thing is the dinner so we went to this dinner and there was probably about maybe five tables or four tables it's a very small dinner and ai grow O group has hawaii business magazine um Sports Radio 1420. Uh, I think Dwayne is is part owner in the Star Bulletin midweek on the board of directors for that. So all of those companies and the head people were represented there along with Don Sorderquist and his team that came down from the mainland. And they were very speaking and so on. On our table, it just so happened that the president of Star Bulletin, Dennis Francis, as well as the vice president of marketing, uh, Dave Kennedy... And then the Kamitake brothers, whose family owns Ben Franklin's and Ace Hardware and, and that conglomerate of, of retail. And who else was there? There was an attorney on our table and then Carrie and myself. So we had a really good conversation that night. Um, I was actually probing uh, Dennis and Dave because I, I wanted to do something with the Star Bulletin. I felt that You know, if we can cross market, we can do things together we can get the message out and Star Bulletin is such a massive uh, circulation in print between Star Bulletin and Midweek that would be just a winning situation so that's kind of how it started and then from there um, I I contacted Dave Dave said contact Jan Horry who handles the um, that marketing and so on for the uh, Star Bulletin and I had uh, Rob Farrell send me a kind of an introduction also we ended up getting a chance to meet and we're going through various um you know I don't know if you call it just talks or negotiations or what they may be but long story short they had the meeting last week no problem we're looking good to go so I think that none of that would have been necessary I don't know if it wouldn't have been possible but it would not have been so smooth if in the very beginning I didn't um, offered to do the commercials and so on just to help. So, you know, I mean, it I, I really don't know how to explain that. It's, it's hard to explain. So, I don't know. My test for anyone else listening, and I would love to hear your stories if you have anything that you've experienced that we can, you know, highlight on this show, is when have you done something that uh, helped out someone else and you never expected something back but things came back to you and it, you know it was just in, in, you know something good we'd love to hear those kinds of stories so if you have any please let us know and you know we'll talk about it or put it on the web or or so on meeting recap with Clint Arnoldis and Blend Fujimoto that meeting went extremely well there was a couple of issues that we had to go over those were handled completely handled absolutely smooth on that we showed them the progress of where we're at today and the progress is excellent we're looking at something like 50 percent growth every single month in terms of sessions coming into the web as well as downloads and then coming up for this month we have the pacificnews.net column which you can pick up a free copy at any CompUSA or uh, other technology locations We have the Chamber of Commerce um, email section for all Chamber of Commerce members. We'll get uh, a a little clip on Greater Good Radio and any of the Chamber members that are on the show in that weekly email, as well as um, a section now coming up in January in Hawaii Business Magazine. And then coming up also in January is the uh, Star Bulletin section that we have coming out. So it's a very, very exciting time. Um really, really exciting time and I really appreciate the support of Clint Arnoldis and Blen Fujimoto, Dwayne Kriso, people like Rob Farrell, Jen Hori, Dennis Francis, Dave Kennedy, all those people that are really making this thing work and especially the people that are listening, um, like yourself, that are helping us out and getting this message out there. Man, this thing is exciting. We're making big progress. Um, We're going to do it together and I will talk to you in a few days. Aloha.